Big D Entertainment, in association with Dipsy Doodle Productions, presents the Dave Holly Hour. Brought to you by the Sky Lounge and Tea, XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Ale Hop Brewery Tours, and Jesse Moffat Entertainment. The Dave Holly Hour features Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment Conversations and has been recognized by the Sioux Falls Stage Awards with a special distinction for promoting the arts. A true lover of arts, entertainment, good food, and fun times, including an occasional Jack Daniels. Okay, so a few Jack Daniels. Here he is, Dave Holly. Thank you, Zach Dresch. Great to have all of you along listening to great conversations about Sioux Empire Arts and Entertainment. June is Pride Month, and this weekend through next week is Pride Week in Sioux Falls. Matt Newfeld is the president of Sioux Falls Pride. He's coming up in just a few minutes to tell us all about what's going on, including the big parade and the festival next weekend. Matt is a first-time guest, as is our second conversation this week, Pierce Hoffman. Vocalist, plays piano, guitar, and unbeknownst to his fiance, harmonica. Time to grab your favorite beverage, lift it high, and toast it to being Thursday, a.k.a. Weekend Eve. Hey, the weekend isn't around the corner, it's here! So long, hump day in your frumpy way. We say hello to Thursdays with opening nights. The weekend is near and we can see the bright lights. Yes, Thursday, you're so hearty. We can't wait for Friday. So a day early, we start the party. Get your beverage of choice out. Put it in a nice tumbler, mug, whatever it's going to be best suited for. And then toast it to dreams. We all have them. We all have things we want to do. But here's to the dreamers that go on and go after their dreams. I'm not going to mention who, but a young man that was recently a guest on this show is going to follow his dream. So congratulations to him. Congratulations to anyone that goes after their dream. It takes a lot to do that. I'm close to taking off on one myself. But in the meantime, congrats to those that go after him. And if you have dreams... Go after them. Chase them. Make them realities. Make them happen. The Weekend Eve Toast has been brought to you by Ale Hop Brewery Tours. People are talking about how great it is using Ale Hop. On their Facebook page, here's what Tina had to say. Super fun and convenient. You can go out, have a good time with friends, and not have to worry about driving home. Best of all, it supports our locals. No matter what brewery in Sioux Falls is your favorite, Ale Hop Brewery Tours lets you and your friends choose any or all of the local breweries, plus a distillery in there. Uh, book your private tours online at alehopbrewerytours.com. That's alehopbrewerytours.com. If you're already out and about on a weekend, hop on a public tour. For more info on that, call 605-777-2183. That's 605-777-2183. Ale Hop Brewery Tours, where micro fans meet micro brews. Honorable, Honorable mention. mention. Could have had a lot of things to talk about for honorable mention this week. Uh, and, and I'll just throw in a couple quickies. Um, lately, we've been seeing a lot of the understudies getting their chance to take on the bigger roles. And so it's wonderful to see that. Um, my friend John Poe who was the artistic director down at Old Town Dinner Theater. They had to caught in the net their final weekend. And Casey Ring, who was one of the leads, had to, um, had he was ill. So then John had to fill in last minute uh, for two performances. And word is, he nailed it. We knew he would. Also, last Thursday night, here's what I really want to give honorable mention to. Not just the love of theater, but love in the theater. Goodnight Theater Collective last Thursday had their culinary cabaret. Now, Mary Ritter is in many shows with Goodnight, but her husband, Andrew Ritter, was in this cast. And so Mary's sitting in the front row with their children, and when it's his turn to have his first solo, he looks over at them. Uh, it was a, uh, you know, a diner theme. 
So he says, I'm going to wait on this table, my favorite uh, customers or whatever. And uh, he looks at Mary and sings to her and the kids. And she did one of those where you put your hands up in front of your mouth. And uh, you could tell she had this incredible smile underneath. So there's one. Same show, though. Haley Schmidt and Wade Gaymore. Haley has been in many shows with Good Night. Wade has been in many shows with Good Night. But Wade was not in this one. Haley was. He was in the front row. We were in the second. We had a, a great view at him. And when she came out and sang her first solo, you could see the joy and pride. And it was just amazing. He told me later, he says, I don't know if many could see, he says, but the tears were rolling as well. And uh, when my wife, Carrie, saw this, she says, he's in love with her. So congrats to love in the theater and love of the theater. Coming up in just a few minutes, it's Matt Newfeld from Sioux Falls Pride. Then later in the show, it's Pierce Hoffman. All ahead on the Dave Holly Hour. Sure, they have darts, and you've heard me talk about how ruggedly handsome the trivia host is, but all caps fun never stops at the Sky Lounge and Tea. And fun is best had with your friends enjoying live entertainment, as in live and local. Yeah, the Sky Lounge believes in giving you the best bands, solo artists, and comedians from the area. The Neo Johnsons, Elizabeth Hunstead, Skylar Volks, as well as many others. And a great staff will make sure you enjoy your fun at the Sky Lounge in T-South Dakota. Dr. Perry Langston and Dr. Corey Tooney know excellence is in you. That's why they provide you with excellent care at XL Chiropractic, improving your overall health in spirit, body, mind, and will. Get results the natural way. Arrange a consultation, 605-332-9235 or xlchiros.com. Excellent care for excellent people. XL Chiropractic, located at 4309 South Racket Drive in Sioux Falls. And now, more of the Dave Holly Hour. Welcome back, everybody. It is always a pleasure. Yep, I do it. Every damned interview, I start off with that, don't I? It's always a pleasure because it is. I mean, this is what I love to do. My passion is to talk to people about their passion. Uh, and uh, we are an arts and entertainment podcast. And we're going to have a lot of things very colorful coming up next week because it's Pride Week in Sioux Falls. June is Pride Month. Matt Newfeld is the president of Sioux Falls Pride. Welcome. How are you? I am doing well. Thanks for having me. Oh, great to have you. We met last year uh, out at the uh, ball game, I believe. Yes. And I do know that they are having Pride Night again, but it's going to be in the middle of the week instead of the weekend, correct? That is correct. Wednesday night, next Wednesday. All right. But uh, all sorts of stuff going on. Lead us through the week. What do we have? I have my cheat sheet here in front of me. <laughs> we Starting this Sunday already, we have some events going on. Actually, excuse me, Friday. Um, we have Drag Trivia with Low Devil Cabaret that we're kind of co-sponsoring. Okay. That's going to be at Club David. So 21 plus. For those of you out there who want, want to get involved with some Drag Trivia. Um, then Saturday, June 11th, so we've got some gaming and karaoke Um um, activities out at Average Joe's Gaming in T, South okay. Dakota. Yeah. Um, Pride kickoff show with Vodell Cabaret that night, then at Club David again, 21 plus. And then Sunday, we are we co-sponsor um, SEPSA's, the Sioux Empire Pride Sports Pride Sports, yeah. Yep. So we are having Fan Appreciation Day out there with them, and I'll be flipping burgers and hot dogs oh, and good passing for you. them out. And, yeah, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're having another family day for at Average Joe's for um, gaming and, and such. So we're trying to get a lot of different activities mm-hmm. going on, not everything at a bar or everything. Like, try to reach out to a wide array of um, interests and audiences. So that's a lot that coming up this week. And then starting Monday, we have a cookie decorating class with um, Heart of the City Bakery, which we're going to have at uh, Sioux Falls Library downtown. That's on Monday, Monday from 6 to 7, and that's all ages. Um, Wednesday, June 15th, like we said, is Pride Night with the Canaries mm-hmm. out at the Birdcage. Um, 7 p.m. start. All ages are welcome. Tickets are required, so make sure you get check those out. It'll be a fun evening. But that has been a huge event for yes. the Canaries over the past few years. Yes, it has. Yes. Um our South Dakota Ultimate Entertainer is singing the national anthem at that evening at the game to kick it off. So, and I know that John Gaskins, I'm 
guessing you probably are aware of who John Gaskins is. <laughs> he, he's been on this show more than anybody else. <laughs> he always gets us involved with that, and he gets he um, schedules a great evening of different events going on and stuff like that. So a lot of integration there with um, Sioux Falls Pride and such. So that's Wednesday. Thursday, we've got our first ever, we are co-sponsoring a Two-Spirit Wachee Bee with the Multicultural wow. Center and the South Dakota um, Urban Indian Health Organization. So, yeah, from 12 to noon, or excuse me, 12 to 9 p.m. at the Multicultural Center on next Thursday, June 16th. So, yeah, that's the first ever. That, we're very excited about that. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. So, and then Friday kind of kicks off the weekend. We've got Drag Bingo at Club David mm -hmm. during happy hour, 6 to 7. Again, 21 plus. Um, and all of the proceeds from that go to our GSA fund that we start collecting for so for the gay straight alliance or gender sexuality alliance that some of the kids are now calling in at high schools and colleges okay. so we donate that money back to them make sure they've got some funds to do what they need to do and then we have a drag show that night at club david and actually two separate drag shows that night at club david so we're doing more of like a pride of i was gonna say it, uh, it sounds because uh, there was a little twinkle in your eye there <laughs> so give us the details on that what's going to be different about them We've got two different groups of performers, drag queens, drag kings, male performers, female performers, Vodevil Cabaret is going to be involved with it as well. So the first show is our Pride of South Dakota. So your South Dakota, your locals that are right. around the area and you know trying to show off their talents. Uh -huh. And then the second show will be our All-Stars mini show. So we'll be bringing in some guests from out of town that have been on various shows like RuPaul's Drag Race, America's Got Talent, things like that. We're bringing them in for the weekend and they'll be also having a quick show that night as well at club david and then saturday's the big day yeah saturday's the big day we've got um the parade starting at 10 a.m and then the festival starts after that probably around 11 with the stage show kicking off at noon and then um, and where will that stage show take place at the stage show is taking place at eighth and railroad center this year okay yeah we had to find a new location right. because shrap was all dug up so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew that last year when we went into it so we we luckily found this place this year and the parade is a different route this year as well i should have mentioned that okay so phillips avenue is now under construction part of it right there like a name a street night. that isn't well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully a street between dakota avenue and eighth and railroad center <laughs> at least for the next couple of weeks <laughs> so yeah we will be going down a street starting at dakota avenue all the way down to eighth and railroad center parade dumps basically right into the festival Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to the parade, how many people has that attracted in the past few years? Because I remember being at it. I couldn't attend last year's, but the year before, and I was just astounded by yeah. how many people there were and how many people deep it was, too. You know, it wasn't just that you had the, the streets lined with people waiting, uh, but it was yes. two, three, four people at each spot. And that was the first one in 2019 and it just gave us chills walking down yeah. and riding down the street and looking at all the people that were there to support us and cheer us on and it was yeah we estimate i think 25 to 3000 2500 to 3000 folks mm -hmm. i don't know if that's a fair estimate or not but well uh, that time it, i think that would have been a little underestimating yeah. oh <laughs> nice i like it from, from what i could <laughs> tell you know at, yeah. at least and I, I thought it was uh, fantastic to see that uh, and, you know, such great uh, color, such great pageantry. Yes. And so many things that people don't understand. Uh, and uh, so, first of all, let, let's talk a little bit about Sioux Falls Pride. How long has it been around as a group, an association, so forth? So, Sioux Falls Pride first started off as a center for equality. And I've also heard stories about how it started off as a center for alternative lifestyles. Mm -hmm. But it started in 2000. So, we've been around for 22 years wow. now. Yep. And then it has just kind of grown from people meeting, just like like people, a small group of people meeting at someone's house. Kathy Knobloch was one of the co-founders. So like just meeting at her house or in a safe space, people kind of by word mm -hmm. of mouth found out about it and started gathering. And it just slowly grew bigger and bigger. And I don't remember what year they had their first festival, but it started off at in someone's, you know, just like a small little right. festival. And it has grown to over 10,000 attendees. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah. And and so much fun. And uh, so the festival itself then, uh, what are we looking at in, in terms of shows? How long is the festival going to last throughout the day? And Good question. So the festival starts at 11 a.m., like I said, or when the parade's done, basically. Mm -hmm. um, the stage show starts at noon. We'll do some. We'll have the national anthem, I believe. 
we'll have the um, proclamation read by someone from the city council because our friend is not coming again this year. The mayor. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, but we do have some good supporters on the city council. So we'll have someone yeah. there hopefully reading that. Um, we give out some awards. Um, SEPSA is being awarded. I don't know if I'm giving something away here. <laughs> See them come out of the woodwork here pretty soon, but they are announcing some big announcements. I'll just say that. that okay. Day. We'll, we'll let you tease it that yeah, way. Yeah. There we go. So they will be on stage doing that and making that announcement. We're very excited for them for that. So a few things um, headed up and then we will are probably get a quick little speech from our grand marshal in the parade, who is our local favorite, Chris Wilka. Okay. Junior high, transgender boy, transgender mm -hmm. male that is making news and headlines yeah. across the nation with um, all of his different interviews. So we were very excited that he's agreed to become our grand marshal and hopefully he'll say a few words at the festival as well. And then we'll get into some drag performances and things like that. We'll do about an hour, hour and a half. Well, actually, we'll do probably about 30 to 45 minutes. Let me fix this because that evening's Levitt at the Spanshell performer, Levitt at the Falls performer, mm -hmm. Brody Ray, is actually coming to the festival and he's going to do a short stint oh, on, nice. the, on the stage. Yes. Yeah, so just a little, small little acoustic um, set for us. So we are very excited about that. Very grateful that he's coming. So. And he's another performer off of America's Got Talent. He's also a trans male, um, singing mostly country, I believe. So we're very excited about that. Then we'll get back into some performers, take a break, or we'll do some drag story time for the kids in the kids' corner and drag bingo to some fun activities break at the stage. And then we'll come back for another set from our performers and kind of start wrapping things up around 4, 35 o'clock. Okay. So early evening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then things just continue on throughout the day. We've got different, I've got poetry night at Full Circle Book Co-op. But like I said, we've got the, the Levitt that we're helping promote as well. That show at the Levitt, um, Levitt at the Falls. Um, oh gosh, I'm going to start forgetting stuff. Many other events. Yeah. <laughs> and leading up to we, last year, our after party at Club David was so busy that we had many fans that couldn't even get into the into the, the club. So we have expanded this year and we are doing shows at both Club David and at Icon or Dada. Mm -hmm. And the same performers, they'll go back and forth so people can either buy tickets for one venue and stay there or they can travel back and forth as well. So just trying to put a whole lot of um, a lot of interest in different um, activities and things to do that night. So a lot of planning goes into this, obviously. Yes. Lots is, of planning. is this one of those typical, you know, when you have a very successful festival uh, that you might take the following day off to recuperate. But then the day <laughs> after that, you're probably starting writing notes. What else do we need? Uh, how do we expand and, and grow this and so forth? For sure. Sunday, we actually have like a drag brunch at Icon to kind of kick off the day. And there's another um, poetry event, that, I believe, that day. Oh, excuse me. Family Bingo at Full Circle Book Co-op. Not poetry, but okay. Family Bingo. So, yeah. And then Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Monday kind of starts thinking, okay, what went well? What didn't? What do we need to refocus right. on? And get going for the next year. How many people are involved in Sioux Falls Pride in terms of the organization itself? We have eight board members. Okay. And then we have a handful of other folks that help volunteer their time. We meet once a month throughout the whole year. Um, and it's hit or miss of how many people show up for each of those meetings until we start getting into get, gearing up for Sioux Falls Pride. And then the numbers start building till probably about 25 or so. We've got some friends, like one from Sioux City, that helps us plan all of our entertainers, as well as some folks here in town that help plan the entertainers and stuff. So it's a it's a decent-sized group. And then lots of volunteers that come out of the woodwork for us. What's, what's the biggest uh, thrill for you in this? I, I think I was just talking with a friend. I was like, I'm exhausted. I don't know how I can do, if I can do this. <laughs> and she was like, think of all of the people that are going to be so excited and just have, have that safe space to go and celebrate who right. they are that the day of the festival and the parade. And seeing everyone out just gives me goosebumps. So yeah. I think that's well, I Well, I know that uh, my wife and I both get goosebumps, uh, that parade that we were at a few years ago. And uh, we were attending with a, a friend of ours who happens to be gay and to, to see him uh, be excited about it all. But then as I was just looking around and, and noticing, you know, people just enjoying it, taking it in, uh, you know, no protesting or anything along that line. And to see all the different things that were in the parade. In fact, we found a church because of that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's like, hey, 
we can go there because uh, we believe in uh, inclusivity. I believe that we are, and, and help me out here, and, and please, uh, no offense on this, you know, because there's uh, so many uh, letters now, LGBTQ. Yes. We call it the, uh, um, um, the, what we, the gay mafia. <laughs> <laughs> the alphabet mafia, excuse me, that's what we the say. Alphabet the mafia. alphabet mafia. <laughs> <laughs> I had not heard that. I love it. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, and I think I understand them uh, myself. But for those that are listening uh, that are unfamiliar with uh, the situations at um, alternative lifestyles and uh, trans and so forth, give us an explanation as to, to what it all is. And I, I guess I was leading into this because I believe my wife and I would be called an ally then. Yes. That's what we are. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So... For the, L, the alphabet mafia, LGBTQIA, right. and two spirit, plus other other um, uh, identities, L is obviously lesbian, G gay, B bisexual, T transgender, Q is queer. It's something that folks of an older generation like myself, as when we were kids and we were being called, we were kept hearing that right. word. It was derogatory. Yeah. It is something that the younger generation has taken back. So they, that's how they some of them identify as queer, and they love it, and we support them for that. You could also mean questioning someone that is inquisitive and wondering mm -hmm. what their sexual orientation is and their sexual identity. And then you've got your eye for um, intersex or inquiring, maybe. Um, I'm going to probably forget some here myself. So A, um, we say is either ally or asexual. So that's where your ally comes okay. into play. I saw a great meme the other day quickly just to mention this. It says ally is not something you can call yourself. Ally is something you earn. True. I, yes. I saw that same meme. Yeah. Loved it. That's great. Yeah. And then on top of that, you've got our, our non-binary friends that they don't identify as male or female. They just don't feel like either mm -hmm. of those, that that's who they are. Um, pansexual is another one. I could go on and on. There's what a is the pansexual one? I've heard that before, too, and wondered. From my, from my best understanding of it, pansexual is you aren't necessarily attracted to a gender. You're attracted to a person. To a human. Yes. To a soul. Yeah. And like it, we it, all should be. Yes. <laughs> it could be someone that identifies as male, someone that identifies as female, someone that identifies as non-binary. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. Um, what do you uh, think is going to be the big hit this year? I, th I think the parade again. Okay. I th everyone loves that parade. We, um, after our first year back in 2019, throwing that parade, we, um, ha I have some friends that were in the parade and they know some of the police officers that were there that day. Like, you know, just monitoring and protecting mm -hmm. like they're supposed to, and as they always do for us. Um, they made some comments. One, um, one of them, who you probably, according to my friends, would not expect this out of this person, um, said that he told them that afterwards. He said that was the most exciting and fun parade I have ever worked. No doubt about it. No, everyone was happy and kind and peaceful and nice. That just gives me the biggest goosebumps. That people that don't know anyone in the community. And they can come and experience that and see that that's who we are. And it's just, that's, I love that. Yeah. Lots of entertainment, lots of color, lots of pageantry. It's fun. You will be surprised if you're somebody that doesn't believe in, yes. in the LGBTQ and so forth. Um, just go there, experience it, take an open mind and see everybody having a great time and being free Correct. about who they are and it's just amazing and you'll maybe see things that you don't agree with and that's yeah. fine but just think about look at all the happiness all the kindness all the compassion that we have for each other and we just we are just like everyone else i know and i, I love it and i'm glad that you could be on the show and, and talk about it uh and so many great things uh this is an arts and entertainment program do you do any entertaining or uh, arts or you just like to go to stuff <laughs> I've kind of retired from entertaining. Retired, and I kind of okay. Like to well, go to things. I tell used, tell what it was then. I used to sing and I played the saxophone growing up, and mm -hmm. even I grew up in the area, and then moved away after college to Houston, Texas, and I lived there for 17 years, where I continued um, performing, singing, vocal, and choirs. I actually sang with the Houston Symphony Chorus down okay. there for quite a few years, so. Yeah, it, things are changing now, and my voice is changing, and comes and goes, so <laughs> I'd like to sit back and enjoy. All right, so what do you enjoy when you go out uh, here in the Sioux Empire? What do you go, ooh, can't miss? 
I love the musical theater, the Broadway shows coming to town, mm-hmm. or the ones that are put on by the talent that's here in town. Um, I enjoy the shows at the Levitt. I enjoy even going to the symphony at, at the pavilion as well, or Augustana's. Like, I went to Augustana my freshman year and sang in the choir, so I, I always love going back <laughs> and hearing them. So, yeah, lots of different entertainment like that. Yeah. Did you see Cabaret by chance? I did not. <gasps> I've heard Amazing. that I would regret it. And yes. Amazing show. Yes. Yeah, one of one of the best productions uh, from the Premier Playhouse. Oh, nice. I don't know if I'd put it up there. See, a lot of people say, oh, this was the best. And I say, maybe 1A. I think Numero Uno was uh, Blood Brothers last year. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that was just a, oh. wow. Everybody in the audience, you didn't hear sobbing, but when he walked out, everybody's cheeks were just rolling with tears. <laughs> A little, a few sniffles here. And you know, there. Yeah, more than a few. <laughs> well, what now you... I totally regret that I didn't see it. <laughs> Even more so. Uh, what's your What's your story in terms of coming out? Um, it's funny. Everyone has a different story. Mm-hmm. Every story is different. Some are very dramatic. Some aren't. Mine, I don't think, is super dramatic. But I came out. I didn't come out until I was thirty. Okay. Growing up in a small town in the area, I right. Was, just kind of trying to fit in and fit those yeah. social norms, even though I knew I was different. And looking back and talking to people that have known me for so long, they would just say the same. They're like, yeah, we knew you. Mm-hmm. There was something different about you. And so then I um, moved to Houston, Texas, like I said, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, I even lived there for a few years. I taught in elementary school, had friends that were gay, friends that allies complete, like this great group of friends. And it still took me about six years before I came out. Wow. And then I did. And everyone was like it's about time (laughs) (laughs) no one was shocked (laughs) well just like i I was telling you you know that the uh, gay person we had gone to the parade with uh we remember when he came to our house one night and he wanted to tell us something and he said i'm starting my process of coming out and we said oh okay good you're ready for the steak (laughs) (laughs) we knew you know yeah yeah. uh and uh you know we, we love him uh, and we love everybody that we know that is LGBTQ. Yes. Uh, there's n- there's nothing to be afraid of. And uh, first of all, um, your hair, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you actually wore the headphones. <laughs> oh, there's humidity. It's just flat. Yeah. It? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Matt Newfeld. <laughs> From uh, Sioux Falls Pride, he's the president of the organization, and uh, things get going this weekend already, and continue all the way through next week. Uh, June itself is Pride Month, and uh, you've got the big celebrations taking place here in Sioux Falls. We look forward to those and wish you the best. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. All right. Not a problem. It's been my pleasure. See, I always say it. (laughs) And uh, we'll be back with more of the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Hi, my name is Jesse Moffat, and I'm not a piano player. I'm a comic magician and hypnotist. I've been performing for over 20 years. I've performed at many events, corporate events, holiday parties, post-prom parties, graduation parties, state and county fairs, festivals, just about anything you can imagine. The funniest thing about the Magic Act is that I use a ton of audience participation, and that can make things really interesting. Put it down the front of your shirt. I'm not, my hand won't follow. The best thing about the hypnosis show is that the volunteers and their imaginations really make it a blast. (laughs) Holy crap, dude, did you see what you just did? You could do that possibly to girls. For booking information, go to Jesse Moffat Entertainment on Facebook. That's J-E-S-S-E-M-O-F-F-I-T-T. Or call 605-929-0964. It's the podcast that creatives in the Sioux Empire listen to to learn more about other creatives. It's the Dave Holly Hour. Welcome back, everybody. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? It's always a pleasure. Uh, And one of my favorite pleasures in this show is when I get to meet somebody new, some new talent that we bring on, a new artist. And I have the feeling we're going to find out quite a bit about him. Pierce Hoffman, how are you? I am doing very well, Dave. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, uh, great just, to have you. It's a pleasure. I, I I saw you and met you for the first time just uh, a few weeks back. Um, yeah, we went were, to uh, here uh, six feet over, and and here you were 
filling in. Come and to so find actually, out. What, what do you guys call it when it's you and Michael? Uh, well, it depends on uh, uh, what we're playing. But if okay. I'm if I'm on guitar, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, uh, obviously Michael has his six feet over, but we uh, we also uh, our band name is called Nobody You'd Know. Um, <laughs> I uh, I came up with that one. Uh, I like uh, it. A, a proud proud. Uh, yeah, just a just a. I don't know, typical dad joke, I suppose. But yeah, that way, anybody asks you, you know, who are you seeing tonight? Ah, nobody you'd know. Nobody you'd know. Well, no, who are you seeing? Well, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let, let's go back yeah. to the old uh, Abbott and Costello skit for who's on first. Exactly. Naturally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So uh, you've also, though, been uh, playing with Michael in... Uh, dueling our dual purpose dual purpose yeah, yeah. no it's uh it's been quite uh quite a journey i guess as far as as um that has has uh become a thing i guess um michael and i uh he um has known my fiance uh Alyssa nix mm-hmm. love her to death uh posh boutique shout out to you babe yes um there's but, your first uh, free one right there yeah Alyssa. there we go there we go we'll get you hooked up to be a show sponsor next thanks babe <laughs> um but uh yeah uh Alyssa had been to quite a few uh six feet over shows mm-hmm. and seen michael and um i she had then brought me to quite a few shows and then michael and i uh created a friendship and and started talking um and he knew about my music background i guess uh and um they had a, a gig coming up that uh, uh, Matt uh, Hastad wasn't able to uh, make uh, for Six Feet Over. And so Michael uh, messaged me a week and a half before that day <laughs> and was like, hey, would you mind just hopping in uh, and uh, and helping us out? And I was like, sure, absolutely. You know, it'd be a great uh, opportunity to uh, just kind of see how well we play together or if we play well together, you know, because, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, every musician's different. And so just kind of uh, getting to know what that would feel like uh, to play uh, together. Um, but, yeah, we did that gig. And then uh, Alyssa was uh, kind of uh, the proponent of it or, or kind of pushed it more so to, uh, for Michael to um, then ask me to get coffee and talk about dual purpose right. and what. Uh, what it could be and what he wanted to do with it. Um, you know, he, uh, I came into it. I'm very fortunate. Michael had all the equipment. Michael did so much of the legwork, you did know, as far ever. as, I, you know, I, I was a roadie for him at one show. I'm, I'm, I'm so incredibly <laughs> blessed, uh, and, and thankful for those that, uh, that God has brought into my life. Um, and Michael is one of those people. And, uh, uh, yeah, fortunately he had all the equipment, um, but he needed someone to come in and, and to be a, a, a partner, uh, in this thing. Um, and, uh, he had been talking to Zach and, and, and trying to get that, uh, sort of lined up. And, um, and he said, you know, I, I have, uh, uh, an expansive, you know, he's, he's very, very knowledgeable as far as the piano goes. Uh, he's so, so good at that. And I, I try to keep up, you know, I, I do what I can. Um, uh, I, I have my background in piano as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I took lessons second through, uh, eighth grade, um, and I've played ever since, uh, and, and all that. Um, actually you, you probably know, uh, my piano teacher, John Mogan, yes. shout out to Quite Mogan's well. heroes, uh, <laughs> shout out to you, John. Um, I haven't seen him in a while, but hope him and the Mogan's heroes are doing well. Um, but yeah, so I, I have my music, uh, my, my piano knowledge, but it'd been a while since I'd really, uh, I guess sat down and, and, um, practiced a lot, <laughs> which it, it, you need to do that, uh, right. with, with any instrument. Um, but you know, the more it's been so much fun getting back into it, uh, cause the more I've done it, the more it just comes back to you. It literally is like riding a bike. Um, it's, it's, uh, you know, I took music theory in high school as well. And so I, I have that knowledge, but it's just a point of, of, of bringing it all together. Um, but uh, yeah, anyways, to get back to uh, the story, sorry, uh, in regards to um, uh, me becoming a part of Dual Purpose, we had that meeting and uh, he was just wanting somebody to um, kind of come in strong on the vocal side of things mm-hmm. um, as far as um, not only uh, my uh, I'm a theater guy. I spent a year and a half down at USD, down in Vermilion. Um, I Love the education. Uh, uh, um, definitely uh, took a lot away from that. Um, but Vermilion was just 
was not Wasn't for the place me. For you, huh? No, okay. yeah. Uh, I I always tell people, you know, I, I love to drink. Um, maybe maybe not quite that much, um, <laughs> but <laughs> if if anybody's been down to Vermont, you you know you know. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, I came back to Sioux Falls, and and so I have my theater background, and and I love being on stage, and I just when I'm on stage, it's just I I just feel this energy, um, and I I love interacting with the crowd, reading that. Um, and so, uh, it just, the more Michael and I talked about it, the more mm-hmm. it seemed like a good fit. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the as... thing is in, in time you're on stage, if you were a performer, entertainer, uh, public speaker, what have you, uh, there was a natural high that comes along Absolutely. with it. That is for sure. And I know that, uh, you know, with the, the times that I've seen, uh, dual purpose, uh, and even, like I said, helped, uh, Helped Michael out one time yeah, on the show. Yeah, Rodian out. Uh, yep. Yeah, and uh, that was that was pretty cool to just see how things come together. But the thing that I love about a dueling piano situation like this is its showmanship too. Yeah, it, it's taking a great talent playing the piano and singing and having fun. Yeah, with everybody too. Yep. And uh, I'm I'm guessing just from the way that uh, you described that that. You're having fun doing that. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> we've had a handful of shows so far, and it has been, uh, I mean, even the first show. So, so Michael and I did our show, uh, uh, me, me playing guitar and whatnot, um, and then we had our coffee, and literally a week later he goes, so we have a gig January. <laughs> I was like, that's like, what, three months away? We haven't even played piano together, but, you know, um, just in in our our interactions uh on stage with with uh when we did play together we already knew that it was it was going to be a good fit and then uh with that first show we uh it was all the way out in rapid so uh not only a first show but away from home you yeah. know i i i um i played in sioux falls but that that was uh, uh a big step for me i guess uh performance wise um and so uh to travel across the state and to um just be put in front of a I mean, it's a room full of strangers, as it usually is. But uh, to to uh, bring that room full of strangers, they they uh, we were on on the second floor, and uh, they they revamped that room to be a sort of conference room. It used to be the mm-hmm. swimming pool. So uh, <laughs> on on that second floor, they've got uh, where the pool used to be. They've uh, covered it with glass, and then they put LED lights underneath it, and so it, it just Pretty lights up. That yeah. oh, it looks super cool. Um, but it was awesome because it, it gave uh, the people the opportunity to be up and to dance and to have fun. And that's that's the goal of a dual purpose show is, um, I mean, obviously you go to a concert and you enjoy it. You're there. But with a dueling piano show, it's it's interactive. I mean, we we Michael and I can play whatever we want. Mm-hmm. But if the crowd doesn't feel it, if 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 they're I don't know, there's something about. Uh, uh, that connection and, and when you see that they're up dancing and just having a good time. Um, I, I, uh, going to thank Alyssa again, actually for that. Cause she's our hype girl. Uh, <laughs> she's been at, at, uh, at almost every show. She wasn't the rapid one, but other than that, she's been at every show. Um, incredibly supportive. Um, but also just helping the people have the fun that they want to have. Um, cause people are, I mean, you, you try not to think about how other, you know, what other people are thinking and whatnot, mm-hmm. but, but it gets in your head sometimes. And True. then, and then you don't allow yourself to just be yourself and to have fun. Yeah. Um, and so it's great to have her there to, to break that ice a little bit too. True. Sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, she's a lovely lady and, uh, she's just, uh, immediately, uh, when we met her the same night we met you, yeah it's like, Oh, this gal's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we enjoyed that uh, and looking forward to seeing her as much uh, next time around that we get to hear you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's been a fun way for you to get indoctrinated into the world of Michael Sorensen, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a <laughs> Give us uh, some, some of that music background, though. Uh, you know, what, yeah. what you, you said uh, you started with piano in second grade. When did the guitar come in? Um, so the guitar uh, came quite a bit later. I mean, I've been singing my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in fact, uh, there's a picture that pops up every year. I always laugh. But it's it's me. I don't even know how old. Eight, nine, whatever. Yeah. I'm singing into a turkey baster. <laughs> Clearly, I've wanted to entertain people. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, just a great, great picture there. But uh, yeah, so I've been singing forever. Piano lessons, second through eighth grade. 
Um, I then uh, I actually uh, took on the trombone uh, in fourth grade, okay. played that through grade school. Um, haven't really picked it up since uh, high school, so uh-huh. my, my chops are not there. But uh, uh, the knowledge is there, so I, I, right. I still have a trombone, and I actually intend to. Uh, within this Still next year, you know, pick scale. it up. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I can go back to it. Um, but yeah, played trombone. Uh, and then, yeah, guitar came. Um, I don't know. It was probably about 2006. Uh, I was in sixth grade um, and uh, self-taught uh, on guitar there mm-hmm. uh, just with the with the musical knowledge or with the piano knowledge. Sorry. Um, just use that to uh, between that and YouTube. Kind of just you pick it up, I guess. You can do anything off of YouTube you know? now, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, exactly. My wife learned how to change the headlight in her car. Perfect. Five Perfect. minutes to watch the video, ten minutes to do it. That saved you how much? Exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I uh, uh, did that. Um, and then uh, eventually, yeah, spent a year and a half down to USD, um, which was super fun. I was in Les Mis down there um, in a couple different productions, but uh, that was that was a great experience, too. Uh, I, I love telling this story, though. Um, one of uh, one of the first shows we were at, um, and it's a dueling piano show. Mm-hmm. Piano man's going to come up. Of course. Naturally. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Michael, had he knew that I could play the harmonica, so I, I had it next to me. <laughs> and uh, it comes up, and, and I, I start playing it. And after the show, Alyssa comes up to me. She goes, you can play the harmonica? <laughs> what? <laughs> What other talents do you, I would like to know before right. you just, I, I suddenly heard the harmonica and I look up and you're playing it. I w- didn't know that was a possibility, but yeah, no, that was, it was a, a fun, fun story, fun happenstance uh, in that moment. Um, one, uh, one thing that uh, actually really helps, because um, obviously dual purpose, all request show. You're True. just fielding all that coming at you. And a lot um, of novelty type songs and so forth that you're going to have throughout the night. Yeah, uh, especially exactly. if it's you know if it's a holiday show or around a particular uh, holiday, yeah. you're going to have some things pop up. You yep. need to be able to play them, or at least fake it till you make it. Absolutely, absolutely. And you and you prep as much as you can, but yeah. I mean you can't practice everything. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so um, one thing that actually really helps me is that I actually I DJed with Seafstyle Style Entertainment uh, here in Sioux Falls. Okay. Um, and so just the music knowledge there, right? Uh, uh, and then also fielding requests, uh, cause you get a fair amount of those at a wedding as well. Um, but yeah, the money uh, up YMCA. Oh yeah. 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 Um, also along those lines, actually, um, one thing that, uh, uh, you know, we've had a few meetings as far as dual purpose is concerned and, uh, just kind of looking at, you know, what's the future? What do we what do we want from this or what are we trying to do? What's our purpose? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, um, a few things uh, that we've got in the works. Uh, I mean, um, there's a, some fun ideas that, that we've got working. But um, one that I'm really excited about is uh, I, I looked over the other day as I was practicing and I, I saw my guitar sitting there and I hadn't thought about it before. But I looked up and I saw my loop pedal. I was like why why have i not connected <laughs> incorporated that, that to the piano why oh my gosh so then I, I i real quick i set it all up and and i sat there and and uh and and i plunked out uh and i i sang it really poorly there but truth hurts by lizzo and uh i just and i, I hit the i hit the loop in it and it was looping and i was like i was rapping to it i was like oh my gosh this opens up so many possibilities um, I mean, as far as uh, uh, I mean, most pop songs are just a loop yeah, for, for the most for part. The most part. Um, and so uh, just kind of excited to uh, do some of those songs that um, that a dueling piano show doesn't normally or maybe venture into um, just because it is uh, a little more poppy, a little more dancey, whatever it is um, that we could uh, bring that to the to the crowd um, because. I do feel like, uh, at least in, in the experience that I've had so far, most people that are hiring a dueling pianos group are a little older. True. Yeah, um, there's a, it's a different demographic. Exactly. And as much as I love that music, uh, people my age don't necessarily always <laughs> love True. that music. And so um, it's it's something that, I, that we've really uh, uh, kind of 
put our heads together on as far as, you know, what can we do to, to engage a younger crowd as well? Mm-hmm. Um, cause we want to engage the older crowd. We want to get, you know, your sweet Caroline, your, I mean, uh, all of them. Um, but then to also, yeah, get the, I, I don't know, maybe we'll do the cha-cha slide one day or, you know, uh, just one of those, uh, I don't know, just, just the songs that either get people up dancing or just, just ones that people wouldn't expect. So really you got about that. You've got all this knowledge already. You still have more to learn. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it has been a learning curve. That's for sure. What's, what's been the uh, song that got requested at a dual piano uh, performance uh, or a, a dual purpose performance that you had never played before? Ooh. And um, that you suddenly go, okay, well, we'll find out if I can play it. Right. Uh, actually, honestly, the first time I played Jack and Diane. Really, I hadn't. I had never attempted on piano. Uh, oh, okay. I played it on played guitar, guitar, and I could. I could do that, but it's it's an adjustment, <laughs> you know, when you got to <laughs> put somewhat close to at least six fingers on the on the keys <laughs> at a time, um, and uh, and and make you know make the because because the piano is both rhythm and the melody, mm-hmm. and so uh, uh, um, it's 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 definitely a challenge uh, bringing um, the sound that you hear in your head to your hands um and and as we've gotten uh as we've played together i've gotten a lot better at that and it's been so much fun just i don't know watching it happen almost in front of me it's like oh i i can do this yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is this is fun this is i i I know what i'm doing and and i i as as most i i know that michael kind of talked about it when he was on the show as as most uh musicians and artists are very uh judgmental of my own work um and and of my own sound and so mm-hmm. um to get out of that headspace and just to just to be there you're just yeah. there to entertain and have a great time you have the talent you have the knowledge just make it happen i remember uh, one of the first times that i was doing an improv show with a, a group that i had joined um and uh, before we went out on stage the guy that was the head of it said remember 95 percent of an audience is going to love you anyway because they don't have the balls to do this <laughs> you know yep. i and I so never thought you know you, yeah. you got to think of, of that uh yeah obviously there's going to be the critics there's going to be the naysayers etc 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 but first of all is that anybody you want anyway you know, yeah, you, no. you want to surround yourself with people that are going to be entertained. They're going to enjoy your entertainment yeah, and be thankful that you did that. And yeah. So it's just, you know, amazing. Uh, and I think that's what, as I've aged, you know, 60 coming up in December, uh, that, uh, you don't look I've it, got, that's for oh, sure. Oh, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that, uh, you know, I just appreciate so much now when it comes to art entertainment and I see somebody and I, the admiration I have for what goes into it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, because, okay. Uh, you're how old now? Uh, I'm 29, 29. You started playing, uh, piano in second grade. Yeah. Uh, then you picked up a trombone for a while. You went to guitar, you play the harmonica, you're, uh, you know, lady didn't even know it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) do we, do we, uh, meddle with the drums at all? You know, I, I always wanted to be a drummer and I spent a lot of time playing. I, I always wanted to, I was in the marching band. So that's, mm-hmm. that's my drum knowledge okay. is more, you know, more uh, of a cadence. Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. Uh, sticking to like a snare or, yeah. uh, even, even a trap, uh, a quad set. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, being able to play those. But uh, playing a trap set is very different. Uh, <laughs> it's a different kind of coordination um, that uh, I, I guess I haven't spent enough time uh, to figure out if I could do it. Maybe I can. Um, but uh, but it's definitely well, I'd, I'd put money on you. I, you know, I, 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 I can I can, you know, pick up things fairly well. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh, one thing that probably frustrates Alyssa the most uh, is that, <laughs> you know, we just started doing this. Why are you so good? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just teasing. But, uh, no, it, uh, um, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's fun, uh, you know, to see you perform. It's fun to see, uh, all the great entertainment 
and all the arts that we have in this uh, community, and it's just fantastic. And, um, you know, one of the things that comes up uh, so often on this show is that um, this arts community isn't necessarily competitive, but it is always collaborative. Uh, absolutely. That's kind of the funniest thing about, I mean, when, when you ask me, what is our band name? It's like, well, it depends on <laughs> which three of us to... are playing together. I right. mean, you know, we, we all, we all love playing together. It's who's available. <laughs> well, well, you, you know, know, we're, we're recording the Snarwine bar, which has a lot of jazz. And, uh, my, my dear friend, uh, Ruben Rodriguez, um, a very dear friend of mine as well. Yeah, I actually, and... I, I bartended here. I don't know if you know that. Uh, I, I did not. Yeah. Uh, about, oh, wow. So I'm back home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I started here about a month after they opened. And uh, so I worked about every jazz night we had. Yeah. Well, uh, and so I know Ruben very well. Well, you know, um, I, I kept going crowd. to all these trios. Yep. A different named trio every time. And Ruben was in every single one of them. Yeah. It was yeah. finally about the fourth time that I saw the Ruben Rodriguez trio. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's always uh, he, oh, back there supporting, yeah, he's doing his thing. Bass. Yeah. Oh yeah, Funky McBase. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh killing it. Oh, I love that guy. He Absolutely. is a dandy. Yep, uh, and uh, he is just a, a, another great example of somebody that fits in in so many different places. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, like I said, it's an admiration um, and uh, a little bit of jealousy. Well, I mean, I'm 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 so impressed with. I mean, I I uh, uh, I don't have the um, the equipment for it. Uh, I know the people that do, so I could do it if I, if I had to, but I don't have the equipment to do a solo gig. Um, and really? so to, to, uh, it's, it's on the docket okay. of, of things to do. Um, but, uh, uh, it's on the Sweetwater wish list. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. It's uh, yeah. On the, uh, on that, uh, the, the registry, um, getting married in, in the fall here in November. <laughs> so we got to. I, I don't know, you know, throw, throw a couple of things on the, on the registry, maybe. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, just to so see do you a, want guy, a blender. No, I want a, uh, how about a mixer? 300 watt. It's a <laughs> different, different kind of blending, you yeah. know, it's, uh, um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, but, but to, I, I always loved seeing guys like that, uh, like Ruben, uh, both come up and play in a trio. But then come back maybe Saturday night and just play a solo yeah. gig and do his thing on on either bass or you know whatever he's doing, um, and 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 uh, I was always so grateful as well um, for I know you've had her on here multiple times you talk about her all the time as well Elizabeth Huntstad oh yes love her to death she's love great her. Uh, always yeah. loved when she came and performed at our she always let me come out from behind the bar perform a couple songs with really her. and so oh. it was always nice even though i didn't well, have you know santa a big has outlet. sung with her a couple of times here. oh yeah yes i i haven't been at that well, uh, you better that mark event. that down the uh saturday before christmas oh I, it's in the phone now okay we're putting it in yep. right now saturday before christmas it's a standing engagement now apparently oh nice yeah. awesome well yeah. i'm glad santa's available for that you know, yeah, because it's, it's you know busy time for him. I know to find the to time. Set, a, set aside a couple hours to come down to Sioux Falls. Magic, really. It really is it's, very magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Um, but yeah, Elizabeth Hunstad would uh, always have me come out and sing a couple tunes. Uh, Chris Beyer is another local mm -hmm. uh, artist. He always uh, uh, let me go up there and, and sing a song or two and play his guitar. And and so just blessed to have that uh, that that outlet, I guess. Um, and and even more so now, just like looking at it. Alyssa and I also met here. So, I mean, there's so many things that our wine bar has brought into my life. No doubt. Um, but uh, uh, it, it, it's just crazy to think where I was uh, back in, uh, I mean, end of 2019, uh, beginning of 2020, right before COVID, all that, um, to, to see where I'm at now, um, the connections I've made, the growth I've made as a musician. Um, it's it's really cool to see and it makes me really excited for the future um and 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 what we're going to get to do uh, and the fun we're going to get to have with people so what are the things you want in the future musically um i mean i'm i'm just excited to to see where we can go with uh dual purpose um it's we we these last few meetings we've we've come up with so many great ideas mm -hmm. but we need to work on them and, and implement them. them yeah. yes exactly exactly and so as exciting as those ideas are 
they aren't solidified yet. And so I, I don't want to give anything away. Um, but, but definitely, definitely excited for, uh, the things we have, uh, in the works. Well, we'll look forward to that. That's for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so tell me, uh, this is a question I ask quite often of somebody that is a guitar player. Yes. How many do you have? Uh, (laughs) I I heard you ask this question actually (laughs) in the podcast. I was, I was listening to quite a few episodes. Um, but, uh, I, uh, let's see. I have. When you have to think about how many you have, that's usually <laughs> well, a sign you've got a handful. No, the, well, yeah, the, it's it's a handful. Um, <laughs> the problem is, is 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 they as, as maybe most musicians are. I'm a little unorganized, uh, and so trying to think of where they're at. I was like, oh yeah, no, I have this guitar in in this storage. No, I but I have this here and and <laughs> and that there, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's I think I've got three acoustics, couple electric, um, and. Most recently, Michael uh, upgraded one of the pianos, and mm-hmm. so uh, I, I commandeered, uh, I purchased uh, one of the uh, older ones from him. Oh, excellent. And so I've got that at home now. Okay. Um, so great to, to be able to practice on that. Um, one thing I didn't realize uh, as a, as a um, young musician, I wish I would have had uh, an electronic keyboard, or mm-hmm. whether it be an electric guitar, whatever it is, because... I, I, I hope other people won't take offense to this, but I hate listening to people practice. <laughs> I, it, it sounds right. No, I, I think we're, everybody's going to understand what you're talking about. You know, about. Uh, I also grew up in a house with, with seven kids and six of us were taking piano lessons at the same time. Oh my. So we all had to practice our songs mm-hmm. and that's just a lot of piano practicing in the house <laughs> um so uh you prefer something you can put on some headphones exactly. while you're practicing no yeah the other day i was sitting downstairs and i was you know per- playing a couple different tunes but then i i decided you know what i'm i'm just gonna start playing some scales and i i, I started to and then i just went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and it was just mesmerizing and then i just like started to you know see the scale on the piano and then it, the more I did it, the more I was like, oh, my gosh, practicing can be fun, like <laughs> mind blown. But, yeah, practice can be fun. Um, and and I'm, I'm a very I you need to make a T-shirt uh, for that. <laughs> yeah, believe it or not, on the front and then on the back, it says practice can be fun. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm a very uh, I'm a very math orientated type person. Um, and so, uh, visually seeing, I, I, for some reason, like the math in my head made sense to the keys on the piano. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but it makes sense to me. Um, and, and it, you know, you see patterns and, yeah. and, and, and you just see how it goes together. Uh, it's also how I memorized 400 digits of pi in eighth grade. One of those wow. things you do to waste time. Uh, I, 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 just, I won't ask you to do that now, but I think I still got 50 in the bag, but we'll, we'll, we'll hold off on that. Um, if anybody asks at a dueling pianos show, maybe I can, I can show that off. That's <laughs> a quote unquote, great talent. Uh, it'll be really impressive. Um, one thing I do, uh, I, I, you asked about exciting things, mm-hmm. um, and one thing that I, I was really excited for, really bummed I didn't get to do it, just didn't work out timing wise. But I was cast in Beauty and the Beast before oh, COVID. Before COVID, happened. yeah. Um, and I was so excited. Alyssa had uh, really encouraged me as far as uh, you know going down and actually auditioning for something because I hadn't done anything musically besides singing with the occasional person here uh, at R. Um, but she was really encouraging with that. And I felt really good about the audition. It just felt nice to get back into it. Yeah. Um, and then, and then when I found out I got the part that I wanted, I was cast as Lumiere. I was so <laughs> excited to, to, to be the, you know, the candelabra and, yep. and, and to bring, I, I worked at Johnny Carino's for five and a half years. So I had been singing be our guest <laughs> for longer than most people. I had the whole thing memorized. Right. And I sang it a couple different times at Carino's when, when, I don't know, you know, when, when conversation happens and then suddenly, well, Pierce is over there just singing. It <laughs> is what it is. I don't know. We're entertaining. We, we do what we can. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was really excited to do that. Um, but then COVID happened. Um, and then just with scheduling and whatnot, just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, so as bummed as I was about that, 
I am really excited to audition for stuff in the future. Um, I've been really impressed. Uh, I know you talk about it too, about downtown and how mm. much uh, Sioux Falls has really invested in downtown. Obviously, I've, I've uh, worked at R. It really felt like during that time, that uh, what was it, 2017 through the end of 2019, downtown was just booming. Uh, and it still is still growing, but it was so cool to really see that. I grew up on ninth in Minnesota. So okay. I've seen Sioux Falls right. since obviously birth. Um, uh, but I've, I've seen downtown and I, it used to be not that I ever snuck out at night, uh, <laughs> but it used to be just dark and, and, and right. I mean yeah. a little, not, I don't, do I want to say dingy? Maybe, but People driving the loop. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but these days it's lively. There's mm -hmm. music. There's so many people. Just stuff going on. Uh, it's so cool to see. But in the same uh, uh, capacity, I feel like they've uh, really revitalized uh, uh, the Orpheum and doing community theater and making that such a priority for the community. Well, and it, it's grown in so many other ways too. You know the the venues that you have available to you yes. now. You know, there were a few bars uh, 20 years ago that, you know, you'd go see some bands at. Mm. You Granted, didn't... I, I I wasn't quite old enough to get in back then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but I hear nine. what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Having a Shirley Temple. Uh, but, uh, you know, just in, in terms of where this city has come from uh, and uh, the beautification of downtown, the beautification of the park system. Yeah. Everything that's available You've got uh, the Levitt now with the free shows, 50 of them throughout the summer. Uh, you have uh, so many places to play. You know, whoever would have thought that we'd be going to watch plays in uh, bookstores. Right. You know, and uh, poetry readings and uh, all the different things that take place. All the places that show art, you know, all the, all the restaurants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That have local art. Yeah. On, on the walls yeah, everywhere. And yep. It's just so fantastic to see it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then to, you know, the opportunity to meet artists and uh, in this town. And then when you guys play, you know, how many people come up afterward and talk to you and, oh, and want to get to know you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. so much fun. Um, and and so, uh, I mean, grateful um, is really all I, I, I can say about uh, my whole Dueling Pianos uh, adventure. Um, it, it's, it's been such, such a blessing to, you hope people like what you do. Mm -hmm. I mean, you do your best every time, obviously. Yep. Um, but, but to have people come up afterwards, just eyes lit up, just ecstatic, yeah. uh, at how much fun they had at your show. Uh, you know, you're doing something right. That's for um, sure. And, and, and that you are young man. You, you, you try to get back there every yeah. time, you know, yeah. and, and make that connection. Um, well, thank you. I, I do appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, excited, excited for what we've been doing and, and going to continue to do. All right. Well, the uh, the two last questions, uh, sometimes number one uh, takes care of the second. Uh, but when you're not part of the arts and entertainment scene, what do you like to be entertained by? Um, I'm... I'm a big Marvel fan, big MCU guy. Okay. Um, in fact, leading up to uh, Infinity War and then Endgame, Infinity War only took three days. Uh, Endgame, it took four days of back-to-back. -back. I had to time it out. <laughs> I, I, if I wasn't sleeping, uh -huh. eating, or uh, working out, I was watching Marvel movies. Uh, and, and not going to lie, it made Endgame an unreal experience. It was super fun. Um, most people probably wouldn't think the same thing uh, mm -hmm. about sitting in a house for four days. Um, I had a couple of friends come by, so it wasn't like I was just there by myself <laughs> the entire time. Uh, shout out to my buddy Isaac. But uh, yeah, no. Um, yeah, big, uh, big Marvel fan, uh, big Star Wars fan. Also got to go down to the State Theater. Another oh, shout out there. Yeah. Incredible spot. Kid. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And you can have a beer. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, talk about a, a, the right way to watch Star Wars. Um, <laughs> in fact, when I saw it, uh, when they played Star Wars this last month, uh, uh, Alyssa had already bought tickets when I had sent her the message. <laughs> I was like, babe, I know you haven't seen Star Wars. Uh, she hadn't seen it yet. So okay. that was actually, I think, I think that was the first Christmas gift she gave me uh -huh. uh, was that oh. she, she said, you know, I will, I will sit through and I will not complain. Yeah. 
But I will I, watch an entire Star Wars well, movie during, with you. During COVID, uh, Carrie got to watch uh, all three Austin Powers back to back to back. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that was her love to me. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I uh, love Star Wars, and, and I'm, I'm just kind of a nerd in that, in that capacity, I guess. Uh, any other hobbies? Uh, I love to golf as well. Oh, really? Um, definitely. A, What's a, your handicap? Uh, well, I used to be lower when I was playing a bit more. Yeah. I used to be around a three to five, somewhere around. Wow. There. But, uh, I, I shot even once in my life. Okay. Um, it was a Baker crossing here in Sioux Falls. Uh, it was 42 degrees when we Ooh. finished. Uh, and, and I was, I was shivering over the, I, I landed over on the, the green. <laughs> I landed on the green on 18 in regulation. I was like, okay, just get it close. That's all you got to do finish out the round and i did it i was like yes and oddly enough it was 10 10 i don't know why that that was cool to me but yeah october 10th 10 10 really I, what year I played even uh, 2017 oh i know that well 2019 is, yeah, yeah is 10 10 2019 is when the dave holly hour began that what it's when the dave holly hour began episode one was no way. october 10th of 2019 now that's gonna stick and in now my head. this is 133 there it is. Yeah. Here we are. And my wife thought it would last three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I'm, I'm so, uh, I'm so grateful, uh, as well to you. Um, just for, uh, all of the artists that you bring on the oh, show. Thank you. No, it, it really means a lot. I, I, I hope all the artists thank you enough. Um, <laughs> but, but, but to, to get our names out there, to, to be supportive of the arts. Um, and you're such a, a phenomenal presence. Um, you really are. Anyone that meets you knows that. Um, oh. Just, just your great presence, great personality. Um, I appreciate it. So, so thank you for everything that you yeah. do as well. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. And uh, I actually got some goodies in here for you too. Oh, right? yeah. lucky I'll, me! I'll, I'll, I'll get you the Chotsky in just a moment. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <laughs> we'll be back to wrap up the Dave Holly Hour in just a moment. Ladies, when it's time to give your nails some love, get that extra special treatment from Quality Nails on South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls. Manicures and pedicures that look great and make you feel fantastic. Zaya and Tony provide professional care for your hands and feet, whether you just want the basics or an extra special look with added flair. Oh, and guys, it's okay to treat yourself too. Quality Nails, call for an appointment, 605-334-1463. From the Dipsy Doodle Studios at the world headquarters of Big D Entertainment, a 40-square-foot home studio in the middle of America, it's Dave Holly. Thanks again to my great guests, Sioux Falls Pride President Matt Newfeld and Pierce Hoffman. Thanks to the man that put the R in our wine bar and kitchen, Ricardo Terabelsi, for allowing us to record those conversations there. But most of all, thank you for everything that you do, you social monsters. And for those of you that haven't so far, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get all 133 episodes online at DaveHollyHour.com. By the way, the Ruggedly Handsome Trivia host returns to the sky Friday night for Trivia Through the Decades. Then Saturday night, We'll be headed down to Old Town Dinner Theater for their gala, which includes the Haig Brothers. And then a little bit after that, Saturday night, we'll probably make our way over to Rowena to Red Rock for Crazy Frank Karaoke. As Arts South Dakota says, home is where the art is. As I say, put some art in your heart. Remember, I'm Dave Holly, and for me, every day is a holiday. The Dave Holly Hour has been brought to you by the Sky Lounge and Tea. XL Chiropractic, Quality Nails, Ale Hop Brewery Tours, and Jesse Moppet Entertainment. If you would like to contribute to the continued success of this podcast, go to DaveHollyHour.com. At the bottom of the front page is the additional links section. Click on the orange button, Dave Holly on Linktree. You can order merchandise, become a Dave Holly Hour VIP, and make contributions to the show. The Dave Holly Hour is produced in the Dipsy Doodle Studios by Big D Entertainment. Thanks for listening.